Amen. My goodness, that's some singing this morning. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. He said, when you get there, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye land. Make some noise, he said. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Is that all right? Because our God is a good God. He's a kind God. He's a wonderful God. He's a, a God who's in the blessing business. Is that all right? Truly, we thank God for who he is and what he is. And I don't even know where to start this morning. I'm telling you, just praising God and having favor with all the people. Thank you, Lord. Um, just before, as we get started, we just want to remind you that please uh, don't forget that what we're striving to do is on next Sunday evening, we will not have evening service here. It's going to be over at the Central Church because we have a Mid-Atlantic Unity Weekend where all the churches come together. That will be on next Sunday at 3 o'clock at the Central Church. And on Thursday, on Monday, Memorial Day, everyone is invited to the free Memorial Day picnic at Patapsico State Park because it's Unity Weekend and all the churches are going to be there and the Central Church of Christ said they're paying for everything. So just come on over there for food, fellowship, and fun. If you don't know what you're doing on Memorial Day, maybe come out to Patapsico State Park and just be a part of the festivities that's taking place over there at, with the Central Church of Christ. That will be an annual event as well. Um, we'll be, they'll, they'll be doing the Unity Weekend here in Baltimore in May and in D.C. in September. Just trying to keep the churches together, Amen. unified, blessed, and highly favored. So continue to pray for all of our efforts that we're doing here. Also, um, just wanted to let you know that it is so... Uh, let me say the, 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 this weekend was a powerful weekend. A lot of powerful stuff was happening this weekend. On, 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 on Friday, uh, while we're trying to get Aaron off to the prom, we got to be downtown with the Davises at the, at the celebration of, of commencement down there. And, and that, was, that was something else because girls ain't never on time. And, and I don't care how, 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 how much your time it earns since she got that thing. That, cause the, the lady took extra time on the hair. And, 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 and you know, they ain't leaving it until the hair right. And she's in West Baltimore. She had to get over here. And by the time she got here, the makeup lady was waiting for her. And she took her time. And then after that, we got the pictures taken and everything. Finally got her off. And, and, and then we got her off. Then she tells us she... They're not letting us in after 8 o'clock, and it's 7.45. And I'm saying, okay, okay. So then I, being the dad I am, I had to go to the prom, make sure they had my baby in. So I got there, and it was all right. They, they just threatened them. They didn't do nothing. They let them all in there. So then after that, we got down to the Davises, and their family was just having a, a fantastic Amen. fellowship, a family. Just so wonderful to hear the siblings, to hear dad and mom. And I tell you, that dad, that, your dad, that's a, that's a man right there, huh? Let me tell you. Got all of y'all through school. Truly, thank God. We had a great time with the Davises. We left there about 1130, and then had to get up early in the morning. And the next day, health fair day. 
and uh, we forgot it was Preakness weekend. Yeah. And we get down there, and, 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 and let me tell you, let me tell you, if you wanted to make some contacts in Christ, yeah. that was the place to be. Yeah. It was packed down there. East Baltimore, thank you, you showed up yeah, 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 yeah. down there. And we blessed that area with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I want to thank everyone and Brother Davidson. Make sure you tell them thank you. Uh, they had face painting. They had all the, all the health people that was down there. They had a baseball game across the street. They coming over eating up all the food on this side. And we giving up tracks. And they got the stuff going on around the corner. And they getting blessed down there. People just coming and going. It was like Grand Central Station down there. Made you feel good to be a child of God. You feel like you were working for the king down there and trying to make a difference in the community. And after getting strengthened with that, we uh, knew that, 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 that my ear went out because I, I could hear him cheering at Morgan at the same time over there. Saturday morning, all that screaming and yelling going over there at Morgan and, and out there in the hot sun, but they worked so hard, it didn't matter. They was over there, and, and, and just congratulations, congratulations, congratulations to our graduates. Not only you, all the graduates that graduated, congratulations, job well done. That's right. That is right. It's my Bible that teaches me to encourage one another in loving good works. And that's striving to be able to just say uh, congratulations. And, 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 and I want to let you know that, that not only was that going on, uh, uh, and pray for Brother Sister Keelan, good to see him here. They went all the way to Seattle to get sick. <laughs> and, and, and Sister Keelan, they had to get, take her to the hospital. But they said, they good, they back home, they good. I told everybody, y'all was at Niagara Falls. They said, that wasn't Niagara Falls, that was what falls? No Kwame Falls. I thought it was Niagara Falls. And so I prayed for them. They went out there and did some time with the spent some time with the children in the hospital. <laughs> so, but but God is a good God. And, and, and you know, Sister Keelan, she's so sweet. She said, But God made it all right. <laughs> That's right, sis. God is a good God. So one, I'm just so glad they made it out there and they made it back. And we got visitors, Brother Carl got uh, people from Oklahoma and stuff. They, they, they're here today. And uh, it's just a beautiful time to be in Christ Jesus. I want to let you know also that we got a brother here from New Paul. And, 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 and he came and, and you know, we, gotta, we are growing. The Church of Christ is growing. I'm just letting you know, leaps and bounds in India. I mean, all over the place, churches of Christ are popping up, and they're popping up by the, by, by the hundreds. And we get reports from the Church of Christ in Connecticut that does work in New Paul about them going over there doing missions and all this wonderful stuff they do over there. We got a brother here, and, and, and he, I believe he's in the Lord's Church, and he came today, doesn't speak much English, so we had to get our specialist sister, Sonia, to help us out with the languages and stuff. I said all that to say, so I'm being interpreted today. So I can't be preaching all fast and hard. Because we got a brother here who want to hear the gospel too. And the sister going to be trying to get it all down to get at him. So if I'm going slower than normal or backing up a little bit, it's because we got a brother in the house. And we want to make him feel welcome in Christ. Amen. God is a good God. Sister, sir, what country are you from at? Uganda, Uganda. You brought Uganda here this morning. 
If you ever go on missions trips in the brotherhood, you go to some cultures, some continents. They don't worship like we worship. They worship hard. It reminds me, when you were praising God there, we had a group come from Africa about 20 years ago. You remember that? They had us doing stuff we wasn't used to doing. We standing up and rocking back and forth. They made a big old circle around. They got, we, our brother Ronald Johnson got baptized, and we had to circle them around, you know, and, you know, and, 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 and evening worship. But guess what? We did it. We did it. Why? Because there's no sin to do it. And if that's what the fellowship is like over there, they brought a little piece of it over here. We talked about that thing for months. How we worship, we worship African style. That all right? And I saw a sister get on her knees. I knew what you was doing. And she said, I'm so happy, Lord, that you did all that. But how did I, I, could, I couldn't have made it without you. Amen. Our God is in the blessing business. Open up your Bibles over here. I'm going to try to go slow as I can. But I only got a couple of speeds here. And, and sister, if I'm going too fast, sister, song, you want you know, to you know, kind of pat your feet or something, do something, signal me. Oh, I, I do, I do, I do. Amen, amen, amen. Now, we're going to preach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, before we preach the gospel on last week, sister uh, 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 Lakeisha Hill got her baptism certificate because she was here. We gave it to her. Now, the other brother three weeks ago, or maybe a month ago, who obeyed the gospel, he's here this morning. And we want to welcome him. We want to give him his baptismal certificate. Let me tell you, the Claiborne was working on him. Ella was getting him at the job and bringing him home to Brother Claiborne in the house. And he's doing a film trip and all the whatever he was teaching him. And we've got him taught where in the process of time he obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he's here this morning. Got the day off today. Brother Michael I. Good. Stand up, Brother Good. Stand up, Brother Good. There you go. In the back there. Amen, amen, amen. Young man in Christ Jesus. So good to have him here this morning. Now, he's been coming in the evening time because he got to work in the daytime. But he got the day off today. And we're just so thankful that God has allowed him to obey the glorious gospel of Jesus. He could have walked up front. We went all the way, but that's all good, brother. He just grinning from ear to ear. Amen, amen. It's good when, you get, it's good when you're saved and you know it. That's all I'm saying. When you're saved and you know you're saved, it's got to be an awesome feeling. And not only are you saved, but then God give you, give you master's and bachelor's degrees on top of it. That's all I'm saying. In Ephesians chapter number two, in the verse that I want to read into your hearing, picking it up at verse number four through verse number six, talks about something that I believe that is powerful. The Bible says here in Ephesians 2, 4 through 6, but God. That's, that's, that's the sermon right there. But God. Who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. Even when we were dead in sins Hath he quickened us together with Christ by grace are ye saved and hath raised up us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in 
Christ Jesus. I want to let you know that if it wasn't for God, where would we be today? If it wasn't for the love of God, how can we make it today? We live in a world that is full of sin and degradation. It is sin everywhere. And to think that God would send the gospel message to you and I as individuals to teach us and help us to understand that he loves us with unspeakable love. It is amazing of what God is able to do for us. You know, when you look at the text, one thing I want you to know about the text is we must find a way, somehow, some way, to keep ourselves revived in Christ. We must find a way, somehow, some way, to keep ourselves energized in Christ. We must find a way, somehow, some way, to get that refreshing that only can come in Christ. Because sin will try to suck the life out of each and every one of us as individuals in Christ. That's why we need each other so much. Because the world is going to drain us and it's going to be up to us to build each other up with that refreshing that can only come from God. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter number 12 or chapter number 10, Hebrews chapter number 10, the Bible says here, let us, verse 22, 10:22. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, because that's what we had, an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. That means get changed. Get changed. And then he said, once you get changed, stay changed. What did he say? Let us hold fast. That's 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. But God said, don't go back and forth. It's dangerous to go back and forth in this thing. Because the devil is just one opportunity away from taking us out. What I've learned from the health fair, health fair being down there when yesterday was that there are a lot of folks that want God but need somebody to come and grab them and take them to God. Because the devil has done such a good job in being anti-Christ and anti-church and anti-faith and anti-religion and anti-victory and anti-success. They did such a good job until that some believe they can't find it no more. And it's up to us first to hold fast to our faith 
And then it's up to us to do what? The profession of our faith without wavering. Why? For he is faithful. That God said, I got your back. God said, if you just stay here and say, no matter what, if you just be like Job and say, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. That means that though he kill me, if I got to go through Hades and high waters, if I got to go through storms and rains, if I got to go through ups and downs, God's been so good, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to hold to the profession of my faith without way. You can't change my mind. And then the Holy Spirit told this Hebrew writer, write this too. And let us consider one another to provoke, not judge, not condemn, not, 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 not this frenemy stuff. But he said, let us, meaning there's going to come a time when you're going to need this verse right here. Let us consider one another to provoke. Some folks, sometimes each, all of us going to need to get provoked by each other. What you doing? Why you say that? Where you been? Sometimes we got to provoke one another. Why? Because everybody need a push every now and then. You know why? He said here, consider one another to provoke to love and good works. Here is why. Because as a body of Christ, if you're not careful, our faith can become stale. If we're not careful, our faith can become flat. If we're not careful, our faith can seem like it's worn out. If we're not careful, our faith can seem like all of these things that like, 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 where is that energy? Where is that passion? Where is that strength? It's because too many times we let our faith get stale by sitting around doing nothing. The fire that once burned in our hearts can begin to slowly burn out if we're not careful because and it can cause us to revert back to the old man. However, for some, listen to me, being stale can become much more of a mental incapacitation than a physical absence. Stale, you could be sitting right in the church house. Stale, flat, feeling bored. And it's too much work out there to be bored. Burnt out. I'm burnt out. Listen, I'm just letting you know how the devil strikes. So when God told us to do about this staleness, about this flatness, about this boredom, about this being worn out, is he says here in verse number 25, forsake not the assembling. Meaning, 
you all you got. The body of Christ is all you got. So don't forsake coming and get your coming and getting your provoking or even getting provoked or provoking somebody else to love and good works. Watch the text now. Forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some. If some folks stop coming to church back then. Some folks stopped coming to the ecclesia back then. Some folks stopped coming to the assembly back then. This ain't nothing new. Listen, getting bored, you can get bored at any age, any dispensation, any time, whenever you sit. And you ever sit in the house and do nothing? And when you sit in the house and do nothing, or you sitting around doing nothing, stuff start happening to you that's not positive. That's why even when you retire from your jobs, don't retire from life. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't sit around and die. Have life. Have energy. When Brother Davis told me at his age he was going back to school for engineering, I'm like, you lying. <laughs> no, man, I'm going back for engineering. I said, you're about to retire soon, aren't you? You're about to it's almost done, ain't it? It's only because he made it up in his mind that he is not going to allow the achievements that he want in his life to go wanting. He going to go get them. And the same should be for all of us. All the achievements that you want to happen in Christ, all the souls you want saved, all the lives you want restored, all the people you want refreshed, all the power you want displayed, all the light you want shining bright. It ain't just going to, we got to go get it. We got to go get it. That's why, now, 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 some of y'all was down there uh, at the health fair yesterday. Sister Brooks, you were doing the face painting? Jamie doing the faith painting, ministering, letting the children know that 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 the church of Christ in Sandtown in East Baltimore love you. And we're connecting with them and at their feeding them on Thursday nights and getting to know their parents. All that just makes you feel like your life is counting for something. Make you feel like you're touching a child, you're touching their parent, you're touching a grandparent, like stuff is happening in your life. We are called to make the difference makers. So he says here, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves as the man of some is, but he said, but by exhorting one another, encouraging one another, and you better do it even more. Not less. And so much the more. As you see the day approaching, as bad as it is out here, we need to have fellowship Sundays, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturday, every day. I'm just saying, with the way the state of the world is today, if we don't get together and keep each other refreshed, that world will take it from you. Because it doesn't take much to go back. Go back to Ephesians. In Ephesians, the church in Ephesus is a church kind of like Baltimore churches in a metropolitan city 
where there's a lot of paganism going on around them. There's a lot of, a lot of idolatry going on around them. There's a lot, there, there's a lot of a, 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 a fornication going on around them. There's a lot of hate, hatefulness going on around them. But they were called to be the church in that season. So God said in verse 1, Ephesians 2, 1, and you have he quickened. Who were dead. The Bible here teaches us that we come from being dead. We come from being dead. We were dead. We were in spiritual death. But it was God who quickened means made alive. It was God who made us alive. It was God who woke us up. And we got to be, be reminded of that, that Paul is saying, and you have he quickened who were dead in sins and trespasses and in sin. Listen, this quickeneth is born again. It's being renewed. Not only that, listen, all heathens were dead because of their ignorance of God. Bringing about trespasses and sin. I mean, they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, y'all ain't got it. Wait a minute. If we really know how to praise God, if we really know how when God has been so good to cry because he's been so good, when we really learn how to, how to just, God been so good, it, it, it's paralyzing. All you can do is just stand there and say, I can't believe this. I cannot believe this is happening in my life. When we get to that point, when we're able to do that, that's when we're going to have a refreshing in the body of Christ. You know why? Because all of us don't get blessed at the same time. So when I'm not being blessed today, I want to hear your blessing from yesterday. I want to hear what God, because I know he's still going good stuff, but you ain't saying nothing. I know he blessing somebody and blessing them big time, but you keeping it all to yourself. You ain't saying nothing. You ain't telling your story. You ain't telling us nothing. It's just like nothing happening. But you got to, the Bible said provoke to love and to good works. The Bible said provoke. Tell me your story so I can get excited. Now, you know we know how to do that, though. Secondly, we know how to do it. We go out and buy this brand new Lexus. And a, and, and a salesman want to put your regular tag on, but you say put the temp tag on. Yeah, that's right. You want folks to know to put the temp tag on it. And then when you, then when you drive up, you don't run right in the building. You sit there, wait for some more cars to come. I, I know. You wait for more cars to come. I'm just saying. Y'all say that person's showing off. Oh, I hope they just want to share their blessing with me. So they sit there and I pull up. Because soon as I get out, I look at them and say, Doc, is that you? And, and, and he don't want to get out the car. She don't want to get out the car. They roll the window down slowly. You might say, what is that doing? What's that doing is 
is reminding me or letting me know that God is still in the blessing business. That God just blessed you. God just helped you. God just gave you this uh, and gave it to you. And you didn't even deserve it, but he gave it to you. And it encouraged me. I ain't got a new, I ain't got a new lecture. I still got an 08, but I've got, I know, if I be grateful for what you got, God can help me too. Some of you go out. I'm just talking what the text said. The Bible said, exhort one another the more as you see the day approaching. Some of you go out and get a new job. You ain't say nothing. God just done bless you big time job. You don't even say God, bless me. now you might tell one or two persons, come here. You, and the way we do it, like it's a big secret. Come here. I just, I just got to raise all that nobody. As bad as I need a raise, tell me somebody getting a raise around here. Let me know that raises are still alive and well. So share it. Say, say God, just bless. And guess what? And you ain't got to tell everybody, but tell the group you around. It's funny. We sit with the person with the right, the person to the left, the person in front of us, the person behind us, and barely know them. What do you mean barely know them? I know who sit right and left to me. I talk about know what's going on in their life. I talk about know how, how God is blessing them and knowing if they're going through a storm. All that is, when I read this text right here, when the Bible says in Hebrews, go back to Hebrews, because I think Hebrews says it even best. When it says here in Hebrews chapter 10, because everybody know the book of Hebrews is about the Jews who want to go back to the old stuff. And it's Hebrew writing, it's, it's trying to encourage them that Jesus Christ is the real deal and that the church is the real deal. The body of Christ is the real deal. So what did he say here again? Verse 22, let us draw near with a true heart. Be honest. In full assurance, having our hearts sprinkled from evil conscience. Stop thinking, telling your blessing to somebody is evil and it's not as encouraging. It is helpful. It builds somebody up. When you see a young lady got all these children, children about to drive her crazy and you already been through your 10, go talk to her. Go say to her, come here. She said, I'm just, I'm just pulling my hair out. Just say, remember this word. This too shall pass. <laughs> that, that's it. That's, tell, tell you, tell, help her out. Let her know that they ain't always going to be this little. Because sometimes when you're going through a storm and you got a, 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 a seven-year-old, a six-year-old, five-year-old, four-year-old, three-year-old, and a six-month-old, you think you stuck for life. But somebody, somebody got to go and provoke that person and let them know that having children is a blessing and they don't stay this age forever. And, and if you was honest, I go further than that. I'm being honest. I'm telling them not only don't they stay this age forever, but you better join them at this age. They cheaper right here. They cheap. They cheaper right here. They cheaper right there. You wait. You wait. You ain't, you think, you think it get easier. No, sir, they hit that wall and hard. They don't clean up that room right no more. You got to fight with my taking out the trash. But somebody got to hear out each other. We, that's how we are refreshed. 
That's just to go home thinking, you're right. Thank you so much. You're right. This will not be always. And then you remind them, and sweetheart, they're going to grow up faster than you think. It's going to come a time when you're going to want them to slow up. I got half an amen. I got half an <laughs> Listen, when you look at the text, the text says here, verse 23, let us hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering. When you look and understand why the Hebrew writer said that, it's because when our faith becomes stale, when we get bored in the Lord, we can, we can have already put God in a bad place in our minds. Even though our bodies are still in the pew or in the chairs, our minds may not be there. So when the Bible says, let us draw near with a true heart, with full confidence, full assurance, what it's telling you is that when you come to worship God, bring your whole heart. Don't bring your stale heart. Don't bring your bored heart. Don't bring your worn and torn heart. Come with full. I hear somebody there right now saying, wait a minute, Brother Mathieu, but sometimes my heart is messed up. Sometimes I ain't there. Listen, listen, listen. God already, he know that. He know that already. He, you ain't got to, he don't need to see the whole countenance. He don't need to. He, 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 he know where you are. He know where I am without me going there. That's a lot of times why I don't show you when I'm hurt. I don't show it because he already knows. Sure, you ain't going to help. Only thing he's going to do with you is make you start saying, what's wrong with him? I ain't never seen him like this. This must be something big. Keep your ear out and call me next week and let you, if you hear something, call me. No, we need to provoke one another with love and good works. Go back to Ephesians. Go back to Ephesians. Go back to Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2. I'm going to pick it up here. Verse 2. Wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world. All of us did. It says here, according to the prince of the power of the air. That's the enemy. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. What he's saying is there was a one. There was a time that we were there. Three says, among whom also we all had our lifestyles, our conversations and times and, and, and times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of our flesh and of the mind and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Meaning we were all messed up. We were broken down, busted and disgusted. I like the next two words there, but God. That's a transition. That, that's what you used to be. Stop, stop acting like you used to be and act like you're but God part of life. We know it was a storm over here, but God. Sometimes, brother, sister, Sarah, she said that she couldn't even hardly make it through the class. She said, I ain't going to make this. I ain't going to make this. I, 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 I can't do this. I, I can't do this. I, can't do this. I still got a little time left. It's too hard for me. And Brother David had to go get it and say, yes, you can. And she said, I can't do this. This is hard. This teacher is putting it on. This teacher is, he, I, my brain's stuck. 
Brother David said, but yes, you can. And then at the end of the day, when she almost there and the instructor gives them this big, uh, let's call it a lab, a test or something, project they got to put together. And she kind of stuck on it. Brother David said, you my partner. Now, y'all know Brother David's over the top, right? Y'all know, y'all know, y'all know he gonna make the, he, he, gonna, he gonna turn on the Empire State Building in the model and all this stuff, right? So, 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 I mean, that was it. That he went and got his sister in Christ, who he know was struggling, who was, who was on the edge, who didn't think she was gonna make it, didn't know what the next day was gonna bring, and he went and grabbed us and pulled her. Sometimes we gotta pull each other along. Sometimes we gotta pull each other to victory, pull each other to success, because sometimes we can't do it on our own. And that's for those who couldn't connect with that. Let's talk about your story. Have you ever been in a situation where you didn't know how you was going to make it? Have you ever been in a situation where everything was at stake? Relationship ain't right. Children ain't right. Money funny. Health ain't acting right. Family ain't acting right. You're so miserable, you hate to look at yourself in the mirror. You don't even like him. Everybody been there. Everybody been there. Truth be told, some of us right now, we got caught, we be in jail. I'm just saying. Truth be told. But God. But God who is rich in mercy. But, but. I'm trying to refresh the church. I'm trying to shake off staleness. Shake off being bored by reminding you where you used to be, but God, who is rich in mercy. God said, and some of us needed that extra mercy. I better tell, tell my story. Just a little bit of it. When I was in the United States Navy, I was on one of the ships. And when it get dark in the ocean, it's dark. You can put your hand up like here, and you cannot see your hand. You got to do like this. It's that dark. Well, I'm out. You're not supposed to go out on the deck at night because if something happens they more than likely won't find you oh hard-headed me who think he bigger than the Navy who just don't believe that it's that dark out there went out there and when I went out there I left uh, the door, the, the hatch, cracked so light can go out. And I'm walking, ain't that dark out here, that dark, dark out here. I'm walking out there. Get all around the edge of the ship. Somebody had came past, saw the door open, and shut it. 
and locked it. Clear it. When they did it, I'm like this. If I turn to the right, that's only a thin rope that's holding you on this ship. I can't swim a lick. I'm disoriented. So which way is the bulkhead? This way or this way? Then my mind said, wait a minute, what time, maybe, the, maybe the, it's about the sun about to come up. I look at my watch, couldn't see it. <laughs> I ain't know what time it was. All I could do, because God, who is rich in mercy, That's right. rich. Yeah. was go down to the deck and just lay there. I'm letting you know. If a storm would have came that night and that ship would have rocked and reeled, as soon as it reeled this way, I'd been in an ocean. I don't know who your, what the name of your preacher would be, but it wouldn't be Brother Bethea. <laughs> but God realized how stupid, how arrogant, how full of himself he thinks he is. Had to come and deliver me and rescue me. That's my but God moment. All of us got moments like that. And, 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 and I'm almost finished. Let me tell you this. And if you haven't had that moment yet, for those of you who haven't had it yet, it's up the street. It's up the street. Because I believe that when it comes down to stuff in our lives, you even just coming out of it, in it, or about to get in it. Those are your three steps right there. And it depends upon how much you love God in your Christian walk, how you're going to deal with it. How you gonna? How you gonna have faith with it? How how you gonna? How, how God gonna bless you? A, that's why. That's why I'm looking at Sir and Sir throwing her hands up. Throwing, I said, my baby, I said, she, 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 she said she could just cry right now. She could just roll in this floor and cry. She cannot believe she made it. And what I'm telling us is, I ain't talking about hanging from the lights and running on the chairs and none of that stuff. I'm just talking about tell your story. I'm just talking about provoking one another to, 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 to love. Provoking one another to good works that, yes, you can. Yes, we can. Yes, we, stop saying that, that, that our congregation can't be great. Yes, we can. Stop saying we can't grow as big as we want. Yes, we can. But guess what? It takes work. It takes muscle power. They can happen by osmosis. It takes muscle power. And the first muscle we want you to use is knee power. Use some knee power to ask God to help us. I'm done my sermon. Go ahead. Let me finish it up. I'm finishing it up. Ephesians 2. But God, verse 4, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loves. Did you hear that? God loves you immensely. The Bible calls it great love. Even when we were dead in sins, 
hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace are ye saved. I'll end my sermon like this. I went to lunch one day with Brother Keelan. And he was telling me he was a young man and married Barbara that he had nothing. He ain't no nothing. You know how to get married on love? They was on love. They were young and had no idea that love don't pay the gas electric. Don't pay the rent or nothing, but they just in love. And it was God who happened him to meet a friend who knew a friend. That's God. Happened to meet a friend who knew a friend and took him to a place where he can start working from the ground up and didn't meet somebody who was a little higher than him that went and got him and said, I'm going to help you to be what you want. What do you want to be? You want to be over here? You want to be a printer over here? Or you want to you want to you want to uh, get the printing machine ready? Get over. Get up and get over here. That's God. That's God. We're not guaranteed success just because we want it. God blesses those in whom he chose to bless. And just about 15 years ago, 10 years ago, something like that, Brother Keelan and Sister Barbara and Sister Alfred pulled into our parking lot thinking they were going to another church. <laughs> but God! And Brother Keelan pulled on the side and told Sister Barbara and Sister Eleanor, Y'all go inside. When you get in there, wave so I can see you when I get inside. Just wave. <laughs> Brother Keaton went, parked the car, come running in. Hope I can see him. 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 Open up the door. He spied him just like that. <laughs> he spied him just like that. Now right there. He spied him. But he fell in love. The family fell in love with us. They said, I like them. Maybe they're just playing. Maybe they ain't really like this. Let me come back another week. Let me come back another week. Finally, they decided this where they want to be. They meant Brother Brent, and they obeyed the glorious gospel of Christ. Oh, yeah, y'all ain't got this. But God, they going to heaven because they thought they picked the wrong church. But God, point them to the right church. Y'all hear that? That's God that make you make a, they made the mistake of a lifetime. No, they made their a mistake of an eternity. Because that's how God is. So if you're out there, you're subject to the Savior's invitation. God, he is rich in mercy. God who loved us with great love. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. Let us all, let us all build up one another, encourage one another, be there for one another in these last days. Because God said that is his command and so much to exhort each other and so much the more as you see the day approaching. If you're out there and you're subject to the Savior's invitation and you want to 
get your refreshing back? Somebody said, Brother Mathia, but how do you get your refreshing back? Let me give, give me my, where my book at? Give, give me my book at, because I was waiting for y'all to ask me that. <laughs> Here's a couple of things you can do to get your refreshing back. Number one, make it a point in your mind, in your heart, that whenever I come to the house of the Lord, I'm going to put on a countenance of gladness. I don't care what's going on in my life. I'm going to be happy, and I'm going to show I'm happy to be in the house of God. Amen. Number two, I'm going to make a middle, mental list of three or four people that I'm going to find and I'm going to hug before I leave. I'm going to make a mental list of three or four people and try three or four people you don't normally hug. And make it a mental list. I'm going to go. Huh? I'm tired of sitting here not knowing everybody. So make that a mental list. Another thing. On Monday morning when you wake up. And God put somebody on your mind. Those of you who text. Text them. I was thinking about you this morning. May God bless you and have a smile upon you. And you have a blessed day today. Do you know what it means for somebody to wake up and get there? Listen, listen, mama, some people do it right now to me. Six o'clock in the morning, my phone goes. <laughs> At first, I'm upset because somebody waking me up. But when I grab it and read it, or Sister Mathia grab it and read it, oh, it puts a smile on your face. Just thinking about you. You have a blessed day. Brother, brother, Kaniko Hines, good for that. Amen. Brother Kaniko Hines, he'll send y'all something in a minute. Flash. He said I was so powerful and so strong. I, gotta, I, I ain't got time to reply. I got to reply. Do that. Amen. One more thing I want to give you. One more thing. One more thing. And the last thing, but not the least thing you can do, is I got like 50 things you can do. Another thing you can do is refuse to speak ill of one another in the congregation. Refuse it, refuse it, refuse it. Now, I'm not saying this, 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 this. All of us need to be provoked with good love. If we wrong, I mean, don't tell us we right if we wrong. But I'm talking about don't speak ill of it. Make it be a brother and sister thing. You know how, you, you know how your mom, when she come in and she ain't got on the stuff you want to, that she should have wore today? My mom should come here in East Baltimore sometime. She ain't looked the way I wanted her to look. But I ain't telling none of y'all. Because that's mama. And mama would go and she get in the car with me and go to eat. I said, Mom, why you, why you wear that sweater? That sweater, that, that, that sweater too small. She said, that's what the young people wear. And I said, no, they, they. <laughs> no, they, they ain't wearing that, Mom. They ain't wearing that. See, but I ain't tell y'all. I ain't put my mother out there like that. I ain't tell y'all. I ain't gonna speak ill of my mother in front of y'all. But when I get in the car next to me, I tell her. And I can't tell you how many times my children have pulled me up. Amen. I thought I had it going on. Amen. I thought I had it going on. Or I could just pull me up recently. Daddy, you need to get some Brother Frazier socks. And I'm sitting down saying, why not Brother Frazier socks? So the next week I peeped over there his socks. 
They was green, yellow, blue, orange, pink. I'm a black sock brother. I was raised in born on black socks. Don't you know black socks are church socks? My daughter said, no, daddy. Said, Brother Frazier be looking cool in them socks. Well, he put them up there. When he sit down, all the thing he's looking at his socks. His socks, they be, them socks be hitting it. So in the future, perhaps, maybe, maybe, not the near future, the far future, but maybe. I'm trying to get my mind, mind around. As y'all know, I don't wear the black suits like I used to. I got, a, you know, I got them. Charcoal, this tie kills me to wear this tie. It's like, boom. But I, my children like it, I wear it. So I'm able, I'm, able, I'm able to be provoked to loving good works. May we all learn to provoke one another to God and good works. Amen? Amen? Hear God's word. Believe God's word. Repent of your sin. Confess your faith in Christ. And get yourself baptized into Christ for the remission. Remember, remember, you were dead in sin. But God, that means but you obeyed God Amen. from your heart and he saved your soul and washed your sin away. Now, if you want to do that today, let God save you today so you can have your but God moment as well. Amen. Amen. If you're out there, come right now as we stand and sing the hymn of invitation to give somebody out there the opportunity to obey God. Obey He'll never forsake you. God don't want to pass anyone by. But because of sin, because of transgressions, because of trespassings, God needs you to change. He needs you to soften your heart. He needs you to suffer your heart and obey the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Then he'll wash your sins away. He'll wash your trespasses away. He'll wash your iniquities away. What a wonderful God. Because he has great mercy. He's rich in mercy. He has great love. Absolutely powerful love. He loves his children so much. Won't you come and become a child of God today? Become a child of God today. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Won't you come? Thus thou art calling, Savior, do not pass me by. But God, church.